It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Go Birds Podcast. Hello, it is the Go Birds podcast presented by the Bet Park Sportsbook Casino of Elliott Shore Parks. What's up? We're back, buddy. Well, the Eagles never left. The Eagles never left, and this pod never left. Yes. But um, my, my, my mental energy and focus have been taken away, and now it's back. I, I'll be completely honest with you. Let's just say it. It's not back yet. Okay. Like, I'm crushed, dude. I'm... I'm I'm just I feel empty inside. Yeah. Like I got I got nothing. Like I, I think the Eagles on Sunday will start to bring me out. Like, look, Kevin Byer will talk about it. I'm super excited. I think it's a great yeah. movie. But like I emotionally as a sports fan, like I think it's gonna take till Dallas for me to get back up. You well, know? I feel like it'll be like I'm gonna watch Eagles on Sunday, I'm gonna root for them to win, but emotionally I don't know if I can get where I normally get. Yeah, I mean, it's just really, really, really hard to win at the playoffs. And I'm, it, look, it's a collapse. They shouldn't have. Well, I guess joke. we'll do Philly. I mean, yeah, it it's is. a choke. I'm it not, is. There's no other way to put it. But whenever teams lose in the playoffs, it always just reminds me. I mean, like, honestly, we talked about after the Super Bowl, kind of how, like, you know, my view on losing to the Chiefs in the Super Bowl was like, I'll still remember that team fondly. Like, that was an awesome year. I just, it's so, so, so hard to win in the playoffs. And now, like, they were up 2 0, they were up 3 2. They, you know, they had two at home. Like, it clearly is a choke job. But whenever I watch a Philly team get eliminated, it just it makes you appreciate like the times that they push through, and those yeah, times are no, few and so far between times, for so sure. Many, those times are few and Here far between. So many fucking times. Yeah, they, like they've twice. been elim- eliminated quite a bit. Statistically impossible, almost. Yeah. To, to win two times in like 140 but seasons, they blew I've been it. alive. Like, and again. This is always my point with the Sixers. With this, it's just really, really hard to win in the postseason. Yeah, well, but. at least the Phillies went to the freaking World Series in the championship yeah. round. The Sixers haven't and done they, that since 2001, right. either of those things. So it's yeah. very different in that sense that the Sixers are absolutely bigger losers, but well, that's beside the point. That's for an episode of High Hopes and Clapping. Yeah, hands, we don't, I, we're, I, 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 I am, I am, uh, so I, so in addition to, to obviously just being completely gutted by the results. Right. I'm also like completely fried as a human right now. Yeah. I feel like the run, whether they won or lost, the the having another game ahead of me and having like something going was mm-hmm. kind of my fuel. It was what keep me going. Like the last two days, I've been 
super tired, like just totally cooked. And honestly, like I'm on edge. Like I want to fight with people. Like we were texting <laughs> the other day and I like jumped on you about something you said. I felt bad after. Well, was the, so I was like, I went at you pretty hard. The worst loss or whatever. The worst thing. loss thing. Yeah. And we had, it ended up being a semantics discussion. You right. were saying like most embarrassing or most like, uh, you know, biggest loss in terms of opponent or whatever. Context, stuff. And I yeah, was yeah. talking just how Emotional, I felt. Yeah. I was talking how I felt. And I jumped on you. I didn't feel bad. I'm sorry. Well, like I, <laughs> I'm, I'm like jumping on everyone. Like I feel, uh, and that's not me. So right. I'm, I apologize to everyone. How are you? Well, I was going to say, like, as hard as it is to win the playoffs, and as frustrating as the Phillies are and the Sixers are and everything, it does make you appreciate how well the Eagles are run. Yeah. Oh, no doubt. While, no doubt. Well, this has been going on. They are like, a hell they of just a keep franchise. winning. They no go doubt, and they, man. Thank God. They have Thank that God huge win the against the Dolphins. Thank Obviously, God. Who knew how much we needed that win? Yeah. In the moment, I didn't realize how much I needed that. Obviously, a disappointing loss to the Jets, but outside of that, like, they're showing that while it's very hard to win, and the Phillies are finding that out, the Sixers have found that out, for Jalen Hurts and Nick Sirianni, it's not that hard. And I know they they did not win the Super Bowl, but they just keep winning. And I just, the, the further away we get from that Dolphins win, the more I just think, like, it's such a dominant showing of who they are. Like, they are just a team that shows up, and they can win in any circumstance. Uh, I think they have some tough games left. Obviously, we'll see how they handle this. <laughs> This big stretch coming up that starts with Dallas in two weeks. I don't think Washington's going to be a very tough opponent, but which is hilarious because Washington gave them their toughest game on the Jets. It feels like they, honestly Washington played them the best. The Jets game, the Eagles just gave the just ball played away, poorly, yeah. played poorly. Like Washington, like played have them the best. The yeah. yeah, if Ron Rivera goes for two, they might have for sure. But if you look at like how the Phillies faltered in Game Six or Seven, Game Six and Seven, I know the Eagles. To. Blue. Well, I'm just saying. I know, and I know I'm, the Eagles blew the 10 point lead in the Super Bowl. But it's totally different. No, it's in game. It's I just one think game. The Eagles. That was two games at home. They blew. Like it's completely yeah. different. The Eagles are the most serious team in the city, without a doubt. Like and they look, are the most like well run, oiled machine winners. Like they are just a like, serious group of players. I think the Eagles' loss to me was was personally as painful as the Phillies' loss. It was personally as like um I think it's as like as bad a loss. Not. But not because of the Eagles. The 10-point lead for sure and the fumble for right. sure. But but the flag, the field, the way the yep. game played out, like the whole of it. I, I think it's a, a horrible loss because of that. But like I'm way more disappointed in the Phillies. I'm way more like I think the Eagles, like I blame a bunch of other things. Well, you can be proud Eagles. of the Eagles. Yeah, I blame yeah. the fl- fl- field. I blame the flag. I blame Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. All these things. Like I blame the Phillies. Like, yeah, the Phillies blew it. it. Yeah. They freaking blew it, and it's so much more disappointing as a result of it. So you're absolutely right. Like, even though the Eagles lost in the Super Bowl, like, you're, I was super proud of that team. Like, that team was awesome, and they and they lost in the biggest of spots, and it you couldn't have come closer to winning. Right. But I was proud of what they did. I was proud of the performance. I was mad at other things. I was I was mad at, you know, and, and look, partially them. I was mad at, you know, Gannon and the defense yeah, right. and certain things. But on the whole, like, I still felt like the Eagles showed up in the biggest of spots, and the Phillies didn't, and that well, I sucks. I just think, and early on in the in the Phillies run, and I did feel this being in their locker room, like they had a really nice combination of they have fun, they all hang out, but like they had a seriousness to them. But I think as the postseason went on, you saw like the difference between a winning team in the Eagles and a team that just like ultimately got hot in stretches in the Phillies, and whereas the Eagles like. Yes, they have fun and they get along, but like I just think having Jalen Hurts as your leader like just gives you such like a no nonsense mentality from him. Like I love, I like Nick Castellanos. I love the way he acts on the field. Like Bryce Schwarber, like Boom Stott, like all those guys. Like they have and great off the per- field accountability. And, the whole well, thing. that's what yeah for sure. But I'm saying as much as sometimes I wish Jalen would like let loose a little more and like show a little more personality. 
I do think there's something to be said for the fact that the person that is the biggest influence in the Eagles in the Novacare yeah. is Jalen. And, and like it's all he cares Jaylen's about. Jalen's entire mentality is like Keeps and again, I'm thing, sure he has a lot of things he's happy about in his life is. and all that. But like he never seems super excited. Well, he always whenever about- they win, it's about the next one. It's never like, wow, what an amazing performance. Like again, I'm sure there Jalen off the field, we get to see him in different ways, like all that. But I just think like the Eagles, it, it really showed to me how serious of a franchise they are. Compared well, the, to, like, the Hurts thing, it's like the Greg Bishop article where he talked about with us on the radio about how Tom Brady is the only other quarterback he's ever talked to yeah. who said football defined him. He talked to all the greats. Yeah. And it's like Hurts is like, no, it defines me. It's everything to me. It's a, And that's such a different mentality than think, anyone else has. I do think Bryce has that. Actually, yes, I think Bryce's extent. baseball, like his whole life, and yeah. all he cares I, about is his baseball, the legacy, the sure. whole thing. But it's just the way Hertz comports himself is is it's just different. Oh, yo, I just thought of this, and this, I don't know if I completely believe it. I'll think it through as I say it. But Great. there was just comparing Bryce and Jalen. Like there was a quote from Bryce, which I thought was an awesome quote when he was talking about the pressure of the postseason. He was like, "Look, I grew up like." I'm paraphrasing. No, here. yeah, it's that it, the pressure is having to be the first pick. Exactly, the pressure yeah, the is having to pull getting... your family out of out of the the situation they're in and give them generational wealth and all that type of stuff. And I don't think this is what Bryce meant, but I think it's like a little. There's like an interesting juxtaposition. How Jalen is always like, "You've never arrived. There's never an accomplishment. Like there's like kind of you know like you're like always, always still pushing to get exactly. there. Whereas Bryce is like, "This is fun. Exactly. Yeah, no, that's a good point. And I don't that's know. A really interesting one. And like I don't think Bryce like. You know, it's not a bad Bryce thing. Bryce cares it's just, and everything. It's just an interest. It's I a different mentality. I think I'd rather Bryce than a lot of athletes, but I think yeah. it, I think what it does is it shows how how unique Jalen. Yes, is. that there are very very few athletes in any sport. Like I don't think that are as intense about their sport and about winning as Jalen. I don't That's think you would ever hear Jalen say something that implied he made it. No, I agree. I, I, and I think the Bryce quote implies a little bit like it totally does. The pressure of my it does. life is yes, done. I already made yes. it. This is, this is fun. Now I get to play. Right. And again, I love the attitude. But you're right, and I think it's a really interesting. Point. I also don't think the Phillies enjoy pressure. Whereas I think Jalen hurts like. Is almost so used to it. He like he almost likes the feeling. Yeah, I don't. I think there's certain players. Like I do think Bryce enjoys the moment of the pressure. And look, he almost came through. Like yeah. baseball's different. It's much easier to come through with a football in your hands sure. than it is to get a pitch you need to hit in yeah. the spot. But I think you made a really interesting point too. To me, we were driving home after the game, and we were talking about the Eagles and just like how kind of just they're winners. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, well, look at it. Like all the guys they bring in are winners. Like yeah. they bring in the guys from Georgia and Alabama who've never lose. Who's like come in expect. To win. And, and there's a the mentality pressure. in that locker room of like we win. That's what we do. Yeah. And and I think that permeates. I think it's super important. Well, I also think what helps the Eagles in the big moments is they love the birds. Thank you, thank you, Eagles, for being <laughs> who you are right now. Like I would be de- like it, Joe made a great point. He's like, what if we were 2015? He's like, we had three teams that were yeah. the worst in their sport. And we had Chip Kelly getting fired. It's yeah. like, you know, thank God for the Eagles. I think what makes the Eagles so ready for the big moment is they constantly are in the big moment. Like this is not completely the case, but I don't think it's far off. Like the Eagles have almost almost as much pressure in a training camp practice as the Phillies do in like some of their. I, biggest see, I games. think that is. I, I think don't you know, went man. Too far with that. I think I, it's a crazy like, thing. To like say. I think we break down training camp in a very similar way to the way we break down big Phillies games. Well, I get your point. That's not the same, but like the Eagles. Spotlight, the Eagles have much more pressure on them. I think, you're, I think more, you're going way too far. But, but what, what I, I mean, you could say we react to an Eagles regular season game yes, like we would react to a Phillies I'm, playoff right, game. Obviously, that's a fair, and I think it's still a little different. Right. But I think that's a more fair comparison. And I think the reason it's not exact, obviously, is because we just had Eagles regular season games and ignored them for, for playoff games, essentially. You so, know, so I, I also think like 
what helps the Eagles is in the NFL, every single game is in such a massive spotlight. Mm-hmm. Whereas in baseball, that's just not really the case. There's 162 oh, you have to, like, of them. Turn it on like the it... Phillies don't really play in big moments until, until really the playoffs. Yeah, like, there are some late season relative. games, but yeah. So anyway, so I was going to move on from the Phillies, but it just is, uh, again, I see everything in my life through like the context of the Eagles. We know. So it's been interesting to watch like the reaction to the Phillies and like all those things. So. But it's over now. So, it, but it's over. It is over now. now. It's definitely over. Uh, all right, let's 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 move on because you know enough Phillies. I I love them. I'm disappointed in them. I got nothing else. Yes. Um. Let's get to the Jalen injury because I think, and we'll get to Kevin Byard. But I think we were just talking about Jalen. I think it is. I think it actually is a bigger story right now than the Byard signing. Well, so I would agree. On Sunday, it felt like a bigger story. So we're recording this. On I'm a- just saying that ta- we've talked more. Let's put it this way: the few Eagles things we've talked about on our radio show this week, we've only talked Phillies. It's been about Jalen's injury, right? We, we didn't even mention Kevin Byard the day he got traded. You know, so, so as I, crazy as that is, and I think that's a mistake because right. I think Byard's really good. But I just think the Jalen injury right now is a, a bigger deal than the Byard thing. So we're recording this on a Thursday morning, and the Eagles have their first on-field like full practice of the week today. Wednesday they had a walkthrough. But I think it's important to note, like, Jalen wasn't even on the injury report. Oh, I'm with you. So so while I agree the health of Jalen's knee is clearly a bigger deal than trading for Kevin Byard, like, I I didn't think leaving the game on Sunday, he seemed that hurt to me. And it kind of seems to continue to be that way. Much ado about nothing is what you're saying. Look, and again, knock on wood, like, who knows? he's clearly hurt, right? I think he's banged up. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't think, agree, he's not on the injury report. Like, right. that should tell you all you need. But he clearly has an injury because they keep talking about yeah, it. And he put he a brace on. to it. And he acknowledges he, he put a brace on. He yeah. does not wear otherwise. So clearly something is bothering him. But I don't know. And, you know, we'll see on Thursday. Like, uh, so when you do a walkthrough in the NFL, you you give an estimation of what would happen. Clearly that leaves some room for, you know, he's your quarterback. You don't want people to know his knee is hurt. A real practice, like, again, you can always fudge it a little, but, like, you can get in a lot of trouble for lying on the injury report. Totally. So if he's not on the injury report today, that means he took part in all the practice. Yeah, so it's just the practice report. They don't have to acknowledge an injury if someone has one, if they practice in full. If they practice all in the full, you don't have to to do any. So, all right. So he could be hurt and not on the injury report. So here's a few questions on this for you, because I want to pick your brain. You're down there. You're covering the team a lot. Um, He said he didn't get in the game. So he obviously had it coming in, at least right. according to him. We'll get to the pocket uh, running thing in a minute. Uh, I, I want to talk about that too. But but the specific thing about not getting hurt in the game, had it before, covering the team, watching Jan. You said he didn't even look that hurt. But like your feel, has he been dealing with this all season? Is this something that he's had and, and or just got in you know a practice right. and they just showed up this week? Because I agree with you. I don't think he looked that different. On Sunday, either I know a lot of people said there was the one play going on the sideline where it looked a little gimpy. Whatever, I think we're looking for it I, there. I, 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 yeah. I'm with you I, again. I didn't. It didn't seem as bad to me. But he and he has had moments where he has shown that same burst as last year. But there have been a lot of spots where he's running the edge and kind of just goes down or whatever. Maybe it's protect your body, whatever. But he has not been as whether he looked it at times or not. Right. On the whole, and forgetting the the specific numbers, he has not looked as explosive or as quick twitch as a runner this year as he did last year. Yeah. Do you think he's been dealing with this for longer? Do you think that's part of the reason? What do I, you think? I, I So I don't think he started the season with it. And the first few weeks of the season, he was not... We, we were having the same discussions about him as a runner. So I think this probably happened in the Rams game, if I had to guess. Like, there was a play where he's running. It looks like he like his knee like kind of 
bends in a weird, not even bends in a weird, but he almost gets like stuck. Like again, playing in turf. We we talked about the MetLife turf a lot. And I know it's different, but he did play crazy. On, they build fields on. He turf. did play turf. It's just crazy, right? He did play on turf back to back weeks, which I think is not good for the legs. Jordan Mailata, man, this feels like forever ago already. But I was I was in um one day with Marks and Reese, and Ike had to leave for some reason, so I was the one interviewing Jordan Mailata. And he said, like, when you play on turf, like, your legs take longer to bounce back. And you feel it, especially back-to-back weeks. So I think part of it is he played on turf in back-to-back weeks. I think he's probably dealing with something a little bit. But I truly do not believe this is something that is impacting him as a runner. And we actually haven't been in different sides of camp on this. It's more me and the camera have been on different sides. But, like, I do think he's looked mostly fine as a runner. So I Yeah, I haven't been against you. Again, I do think... I think, again, I think he's been quicker to go down as a runner. That would be my number one thing. And I think it's times where it felt like, it feels like you never get to go in the way you used to in certain spots. Like, he'll kind of run to the edge and just kind of, like, yeah, give up in a certain way. But but it does feel like he's not quite as quick. The first move doesn't that, feel as That quick. could be partially, though, because maybe he is just trying to protect himself more. He doesn't really have yeah. to be injured for that to Possible. be his mentality. My my overall thought process on the Jalen Hurts knee injury, if you want to call it an injury, but whatever you well, want. Well, it's an injury. He's wearing it a brace. It is an injury. Yeah, it's an injury. That's we could fair. say it's an yeah, injury. it's an injury. I know. Uh, look, uh, we could say every single player on the team has an injury and that they're all banged up and they're all right. not 100% once the season starts on. But I think with this Jalen thing, he's wearing a brace. They've talked about it. Like, I think I think we could say it's an injury I, of I, some kind. I think because, because it is Jalen Hurts knee, understandably, it is getting more attention than it would if it was, um, I mean, you know, everyone's health is important, but like AJ Brown's knee or or Hassan Reddick's knee, like obviously those would be big deals. But I don't think people would be like hyper focused on it. Like last year, Jordan Mailata had a shoulder injury. He, I believe, he maybe missed one game. Or I he, think linemen though, we we always just assume that they go out and bow. We hear all the stories, right, Kelsey right. and Lane and all this. I stuff. guess, but but like then we stopped talking about it. But all year he dealt with the injury. I think we just like it's Jalen and it's his knee, so it's a big deal. But I don't believe personally. This is something that's going to impact him all year. Yeah, that don't. makes sense. And look, I don't either. I agree with you. Look, he hasn't been on the injury report. He's played well. You know, he's played well with it. I agree. All right, I want we'll to get find out a lot today. I agree. This is an important day. I want to get to the uh, the his comments about the pocket versus not the pocket. But first, so as we said, there are certain things to worry about. And one thing I I honestly don't think you have to worry about. And look, Window Nation knows I can say Jalen Hurts because he co-signs. Uh, window nation. Yeah. But I mean, we just talked about how he's like the most, the best decision maker, right, Mr. Focus. Right. He co signs like, Window Nation. If he nation. actually took the time to do this, like, you know, it's important because yes. he, he is intentional in everything he does. Time is valuable. Um, But yeah, so it, one thing you do, <clears throat> excuse me, have to worry about sometimes is your windows. Are they leaky? Are they letting in in cold air you don't want to come in? Or are they letting out hot air that you're paying for in your house? So while you don't often think about it, you just like, you literally look right past your windows, right through them, quite literally. Um, it, they are important, and they are things that can cost you money. They are things that can keep you warm or things that can make you cold, especially this time of year. It's definitely starting to feel colder outside. Had the the heavy jacket on for the first time this week at the game. So you can definitely feel that the weather is changing. The air is cooler, and which means you have to ask yourself, do your windows open properly? Do they stay open? Do they close properly? If not, you need new windows from Window Nation, and now is the time to do it because while interest rates and mortgage rates continue to climb, Window Nation is still keeping 0% interest for two full years, and with mortgage rates high, it's a difficult time to move. So you have to invest in your house right now. Make sure you have good windows. Get them for cheap. And while we all love the fall, again, my favorite time of the year, 
Uh, now is the time to do it. Get two windows free for every two you buy, plus no money down, make no payments, and pay no interest for two full years. So 866-90-NATION, windownation.com. That's 866-90-NATION, windownation.com. Tell them go birds. Just to show you how down I am right now, um, and I'm not down about Window Nation because they're the best, but when you said the line, which is a true line when talking about Window Nation, one thing you don't want to worry about is your windows. My head popped the championship windows and the Phillies championship window. I'm like, oh my God, how much longer do I have? That's yeah. how messed up I am. There you go. But here's the beautiful thing. Even when your team's disappointing you, even when, you know, the season's over there, you've always got some money to make on yes. the other side. The Bet Park Sportsman Casino up. I'll be honest with you, no better pick-me-up than, bang, winning some money. Like, it's just like, oh, I feel better. Well, it's also that? exciting. Basketball's back. Put my first, uh, you know, little shekel down on some uh, some basketball action last I will night. agree you with fun. you in the fact that the only thing I am excited about with basketball being back is the chance to bet on basketball. It's one of the best. There's just definitely, definitely, definitely not excited about the team here in Philadelphia. I know I'll tell not. you that much. But I'm excited to bet on the game. We've had some fun. We made some money betting on the game. Early season, real opportunities, too. If you just pay attention early in the season, there's always like three or four teams that people think are going to be good yeah. and three or four teams that people think are going to be bad. And you know like that. You can know real well, quick. I think a Watch difference, these games. Pay attention. Make some freaking money. I think a difference is football is like big boy gambling. Like you're like, that's like one day a week, like you're in it. I think basketball gambling is more like fun and casual. Like you play some shackles. You're you, watching it. The you're player props are fun. Yeah. Like, so I think that's why in some ways, look, like, Football, obviously, we do the pot every week. We, You know we love football gambling. But I think basketball is a little more, like, uh, casualness to it that I enjoy. Yeah, I love that. And uh, we are, you know, maybe not always winning money, but we're always having fun. And that's the beauty Especially of it. Especially now we're gonna the, watch. the parlays. Yeah, we'll get there, buddy. Uh, Probably our worst one last week. We'll get there, all right? This is not the this is the this is the main pod, and then we it's do true. the Bet Parks pod. We'll get there, all right? Slow your roll, control yourself. True. We'll we'll make a couple when we need to make a couple. Here's who doesn't need to make a couple: the Bet Park Sportsbook Casino app, because it's a blast, and it's innovative, and it's easy to use, and it's fun. So download the app. Here's the deal, and again, you can bet on football too. Obviously, we're gonna go through all the games, pick them all, bet on individual player performances, and all these sports. So much fun. Download the app. First bet, if you make a ten dollar winning bet, you get one hundred and twenty five dollars in bonus back it is a wonderful deal uh the website is all the details at betparks.com you must be 21 and present pennsylvania new jersey ohio maryland gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER hey everyone this is brett boone would you know it i've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year tune in as i sit down with my friends some of the biggest names in sports media entertainment for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations as you know baseball's been my life it's been in the family for a long time but it's a lot more than that here it's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. All right, uh, we're going to move to Byron in a sec, but the, the comment hurts me. Um, I want, you know, you've covered him his entire career. You've yes. been to a lot of press conference stuff. I want you to take me inside his head on this one because I, I feel like there's more to this comment than just what he said. I'll read the, a quote of the comment just for those 
who didn't see it. Uh, and this is, you know, a longer answer, but basically said, uh, this is the last I'll speak on it. I've never been banged up as a runner. Everything has come in the pocket. The illusion and narrative is it's with running, not here. I love the idea because I do think that a lot of times we focus on the running quarterbacks that they get beat up when like like Tom Brady tore his had his only big injury in the pocket. Like yep. people have injuries in the pocket. You're more likely to get hurt in the pocket. But my first thought when I see this is like, bro, we saw you in Chicago. Like we saw how your collarbone yeah. got hurt. Like we saw it. Like we right. that that's a play. We know you got hurt on. We know exactly the story about it. And it wasn't in the pocket. So like he's lying. <laughs> I mean, or maybe yeah. just not thinking about it. I want to say he's lying, but like he's wrong about this. What do you make of why he said it, what he's trying to say, so, and the point overall? First, I'll say, like, when he says this is the last, I'll speak on it. Like, Jalen, man. You won't, you won't have a choice, buddy. Well, but Jalen, like, you are the franchise quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles in a city that probably cares about their football team more than any other city in the world, right? Like, when you are injured, it is not like people are not prying. Like, obviously, they want information. People are concerned. Like yeah. people oh, want don't. to know you're okay. And I understand there's a competitive advantage to you don't want to talk about your injury because you don't want, like all those things. But like I hate the whole like we're being annoying about talking about it. Like people it's absolutely people not. care about the injury. Hold like, up. And not just that. There are billions, sadly, or or whatever you want to say, like in many different ways, like there's lots of money that rides on these things. Yes. Like there's all kinds of like teams, it are billion dollar franchises that you're the face of, man. Right. Not even mentioning the gambling part and all that they have to take into account. Like that's part of it now. Right. Like there's so many different reasons that that I'm sorry, man. Like everyone needs to know about your injuries. Like that's the and, way this sport is set up. And I agree with the word need, but also like I would emphasize the deserve. word deserve. Deserve want. But, like, want, too. You know? like All of it. Fans want to know. So, anyway, he will obviously be talking about this the rest of his career. Every time there's everything wrong. And, but, and absolutely. But but my take on what he's saying there, I def- and I don't blame him for this. I think he is probably annoyed with the narrative that he is more injury-prone because he's a quote-unquote running agree. quarterback. And, and, so, and I agree with him that, that I, I think he should be annoyed about yeah, it. Yeah, and I think Jalen, and again, we'll say probably throughout this whole conversation, I agree with him. Is always sense has always been like annoyed by the fact like he'll even say like you know how we call running quarterbacks like a dual threat quarterback yeah, he'll does do the, the whole threat. like I'm a triple threat right which so, he's, which he's, he's right r- he's let's right. be honest a lot of it does come from the past and racist stuff and yes. all that there's a reason that it took so 100%. long for black quarterbacks to start to thrive in the NFL and it's racism yeah. like it is it's institutional systemic racism for a long time so he should he should be upset about that he should be aware I, of that and everyone should. I, I agree. So I think that when he says that, he is fighting back on the notion that he gets more injured because he runs all the time. Now, did the injury actually happen in the pocket? I don't even— I, again, Who knows? We know we, the Chicago one didn't, though. We know that the Chicago one, know one did not. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, I just—and we're going to keep having this conversation, not just me and you, but, like, on the radio with fans, Everybody all these will. things— and maybe I've learned this from the Carson thing, but, like, guys just get hurt. Like, I just, I can't do the continued hypothetical of, like, is he more likely to get hurt if he runs or not? Because, yes, Jalen is right. He is more likely to get seriously injured in the pocket because, A, you don't see the hit coming most of the time, and, B, like, guys are going at your legs. When you're out in the open field, it's just a little different. I know he did get injured yeah, Look, pa- Carson got injured running. Like, you can get injured yeah. either way. Exactly. Like I said, Brady got injured in the pocket. Like, yes. it's it's. Football, Aaron Rodgers got injured in the pocket. It's football. Like, yes, 100%. Yeah, a lot of times non-context injuries are the worst one. Yes, yes. So I I am perfectly fine with Jalen defending himself up there and saying and 
again. So unfortunately, I was not at Jalen because Kevin Byard spoke at the exact same time. Wow, but, you chose Byard over Jalen. Sorry, buddy, Jalen. Like, like Kevin never spoke, and Jalen's not going to say anything about his injury. So I, I really enjoyed Kevin Byard. By the way, well, I we'll thought, talk about him in a second. Yeah. He's, um, but yeah, I, I completely understand Jalen being annoyed about the whole not pocket thing. I do, but like. When he's injured, it's always going to be a big deal. I, I got it's just a harsh reality of the world and the job that that he is in. And part like, of your contract, I mean, it's part of the you get two hundred fifty million dollars or whatever it is. Like part of the rules of your job are that your injuries are public right. knowledge. Like and it's now, just what look, it is. The Eagles, as a franchise, have made the decision to be very guarded. To be and guarded, secretive. it's like like past Sunday. Clearly, Nick, it's something Nick's s- asked about the injury, right? Yeah, and he does the whole. I'm, I don't know if you heard this clip. He said, "Speak to Jalen." Well, he said that yesterday, and but on Sunday. He was asked about it, and he was like, well, you guys know I handle injuries. Like, I'm going to tell you today I don't know anything. Then on Wednesday, oh, I'll yeah, say no anymore. Oh, yeah, basically did the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and I like, and I'm not one to push back at press conferences. But, like, I pushed back, and I was like, well, he threw your name in there. And then he, he said, did, then yeah. Elliot's going to say this. And then it- but also, like, <laughs> I, I followed that. that question up, and I'm like, but, Nick, like, this is the franchise quarterback. Like, I just, I hate this. And I, it's their decision to not be, to not talk about injuries. But then when they do the whole, like, I can't believe we're still asking about yeah. this thing. Like that's the point. And if look, they don't want to talk about it, that I actually fine. agree I with them to an it. extent. I, as yeah. a fan, good. Like I, I think he goes too far with the competitive advantage. Like clearly, it's something that matters to him. Like he won't even. Th- well, like, he it won't- matters to someone in that building. Clear- whoever it is, right? But the <laughs> yeah, point, you're yeah. right. But he, to, his public facing, it matters yes. to him. Like, and it, it'll be times where it's like, man, like. We all know, like, it, yeah. like there are times where it's like you're not getting, you're not getting an advantage. The Rams know that guy's not playing or whatever it might yes, be. Yeah. So, like, I feel like they go too far with it. But I'm fine with it. Like, do whatever you think's gonna help you in games. Like, yeah, cool, man. I, I get that. But too. to your point, I agree. Like, reporters are doing their jobs, and the NFL is saying that this stuff has to be out in the open. So, or at least certain stuff of yeah. it. So I agree. Like you can't get annoyed with people for asking the questions or can't. And, get, and Nick did it in like a playful, nice did. way. It was but, like it wasn't. It wasn't a funny topic. Yeah. Like Jalen might Jalen's injury might be like he his knee might be injured. At that point, we didn't know much. So like now we know more because it's Wednesday. Or, you know, we know Wednesday's injury report. Today's Thursday. So anyway, I just uh one last thing, and we'll get yeah. to Byron. I will say, in terms of like the only people who know how bad the injury is are the Eagles and Jalen, obviously. And and we'll know. Right. The fact that he didn't miss any practice before, it was never an issue before last week yeah. or this week. And more importantly, that he had it going into that game, they said. And they ran the toast rush, what, like six times, five times? Like, yep. they they can't be that concerned about it. Otherwise, they wouldn't run the play. Otherwise, they yes. wouldn't put him in danger or whatever. Also, since you mentioned the toast bush really quick. Mm-hmm. So, Brock Purdy got injured on a quarterback sneak. Oh, and how did about you see it? this? He got a concussion, I, I, knew he got injured. I guess. I, didn't realize, yeah. I knew he had a concussion. I didn't see the play. Someone drilled his he- his helmet during Buddy, a you know where sneak. I was on Monday night, right? Yeah, well, I yeah. was there too. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but, anyway... So now there's like a swell of people on Twitter being like, told you guys the tush push was dangerous. Like, guys, no one has ever said the tush push is not just as equally dangerous as, as any football play. And by the way, how many Eagles have gotten hurt? Uh, how many times? 100%. Right. And also, thing? it was not a tush. It was like, a sneak. A tush push is basically a quarterback sneak. With but like, push. for what this is worth, there was also literally nobody behind, like, whatever. The tush push thing is what it is. But it's just, when it goes away, Jimmy Kemsky made an interesting point. When they vote on this, which I'm sure they will, I think if you're a team that ran the tush push, you should be automatically to yeah, vote against it. I agree it. with you. I think it's a great point. You yeah. ran the play, you gotta you yeah. gotta vote or for it. Or you should be forced to vote yes. I agree. Uh, in terms of allowing it, not I agree. All right, yeah. let's get to buyer because I don't have a ton of time. We gotta do two pods. I gotta go pick my mom up. Right. Long meeting, my fault. 
as All I good. said, I wanted to yell at everyone. I'm going to yell at everyone. Right. I'm, I'm really on edge. All right, Bayard. I'm excited, man. Shout out to Howie. You know, like, we talked about going out and getting a safety and how important that was. And he went out and got a guy who's, yes, he's 31, but is still playing at a high level. He's yeah. a two-time All-Pro. Knows the city. The whole thing, like, yet again. And I know, like, look, a lot of people are like, well, he only calls a fifth and a sixth. That says something. It's like, sure, but you know what? The Titans are also dumb. So, yeah. you know, I, I, I think it was so a- so one, of, one of my friends put on my Instagram post, uh, the Titans are like the Eagles minor league affiliate. I do. It's a great one. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great um, one. So I, I, I think, uh, you know, like hashtag how he sees it, man. Great job. Yeah. And I guess like if we want to get all the caveats out the way, like Howie's trade deadline deals during the season have not actually turned out great. In a lot of ways, like Robert Quinn wasn't great. Golden yeah, Tate. well, but, Golden but, Tate made a big catch in the playoffs, uh, man. Uh, right. I think for, a, for and the Golden Tate one especially, which it, it never gets brought up. It's like, oh, we gave up a fourth round pick or whatever. Or they got a comp pick back. It was it was almost Agreed. like a nothing trade. They basically traded like. 30 spots for Golden right. Tate. Like, no brainer. J.H.I. made a big time. J.H.I. Right. helped him win a Super yeah. Bowl. I, I actually think that, that, I think Robert Quinn was bad. And people are like, oh, his trades are bad. It's like, not really. And that then, one was. Um, I can't, we, we can't even remember this guy's name. He paid name. less for, for. Who was the guy they traded for from the Browns that was, they traded a fourth from. Oh, yeah. Denard uh, Avery. Yes, yeah. So, I think like. That one wasn't good. You, you can like cover all these, like, yes. Well, we all know it's not a lock that's going to work out. We all know, like, whatever. I think this is one of the best trades. It's a great trade. Like, I mean, it's a great the, trade. A fifth and a sixth in Terrell Edmonds for not <laughs> the, the Terrell Edmonds. Basically, the Titans just want someone to line up. Yeah, <laughs> or the Eagles had to cut someone. Basically, well, it's hilarious. Terrell Edmonds, literally, this entire other than sucking on the field, like no one gave a crap about him. And then he has this great video. It's his. Yeah. I mean, it's a shame because he seems like a very nice. That guy. That video with him and Swift is no joke. I'm and I said I'm not a big clips guy, so I don't see all. One of the best videos I've seen on the internet in a long time. Like, really good. I, I love it. Like, it's super fun watching two well, dudes be like, wow, part, this is really cool. What there's one part where DeAndre, I think it's DeAndre Swift, the Bat Boy runs out, and DeAndre goes like, man, he seems young to be playing. And Trellman's like, that's the Bat Boy. <laughs> <laughs> that was so good. Uh, but anyway. It was just, it was elite stuff. But And then he's gone immediately. Right? So it's, it's pretty funny. So Kevin Byard, here's why I like it so much. I'm going to pull up a, a stat here. Ooh, I love when so you bust Kevin out the Byard, stats. So Kevin Byard, his snaps per position this year. Slot corner, 87. Free Ooh. safety, 171. Box safety, 129. So versatility. Last year, full season, 201 snaps at slot corner, 506 snaps as free safety, uh, 393 snaps as a box safety. So, like, if we were to talk about— he was about, an all-pro in 2021, as recently as And in 2022, he was ranked the best safety in the NFL by Pro Football By Pro Football. Now, not by the— all pro. And Correct. The I'm just, I'm but just but the point is, yeah. So either way, the point is, even is, if you wanted to be really harsh, he's been a top ten safety in the league. Yes. Yeah. And years. but my point is, like, literally an all pro two years ago. Yes, like it's not, exactly. My point is, it's not long ago that he has been considered by everyone an yeah. elite, elite player yes. in his position. Um. So I think if we were to talk about the Eagles prior to this trade, we would say like, what do they need? Receiver is an interesting debate on, but on defense, like Receiver, it was safety. Julio, no, I know, I know. But I'm saying like, prior. I'm joking. It's cool, Both yeah. safety spots in the nickel spot where they're clear big needs at, and you could argue linebacker, but like just in terms of of needs on the roster, Bayard can fill all of those spots. Yeah. Like not at the same time, he no, can't but, play but, three but at but one. Roby's out right now. That's Roby's a big out. Help. So and you, then Roby so comes back. Blah, if you blah, blah. place one that is a great uh, slot receiver, you put Bayard up, have him play man coverage. If you want him to play deep safety, he can definitely do that. If you want him to play like a Malcolm Jenkins in the box type of safety, he can do that. Like he can fill multiple needs. So like let's say they have someone come up and he's playing like. 
great at free safety. Well, all right, you can just move Kevin Byard over. Or let's say vice versa. All right, well, you can move Kevin Byard over to like a box strong safety. Let's say uh, your nickel's really struggling in a game. You can move him up there. So like he can help this team in multiple ways. And I also think it's important to point out that the secondary has not been bad. Like they haven't been. They were really, been good, really against good against Miami. They were really point. good against. Uh, it's a great point. Los Angeles. Los Angeles. So now you add a player that's a great even. Point. That's that's amazing. Frankly, right? Like how good can they be? Totally. Like, and you, you get Blankenship. I mean, they shut down Miami. With exactly. Those, those right. So so I think you make what has been playing like a strong unit even stronger. Such a good point, Elliot. Um, but I also think, and so we got a chance to talk to Kevin Byard yesterday. By the way. He says he grew up when he was in high school. So he was born in Philadelphia, moved to Atlanta or somewhere in Georgia. When he was 14. When he was 14. But, like, grew up an Eagles fan, like, you know, watched the Super Bowl in 04. So his whole family is Eagles fans. Right, exactly. Um, Said he, in high school, he used to watch Brian Dawkins' highlights and speech to hype him up. That's it. And now now he has Brian Dawkins' locker. Yeah. It's like Bryce Harper coming in and, and you know, like, he that's pretty it. cool. Like, yeah. it, like just outside of like the whole just as, good vibes uh, oh, of it, like cool for him, it? like, you know, you used to well, it's watch. It's like DeAndre Swift coming home and playing and having that game at the league's right. first game. It's like that day. Wow, that's right. so cool. And now he's literally in Brian Dawkins' locker. So I think that's pretty cool. But being around him yesterday. They should have unretired the number 20 and gave it to him. Honestly, <laughs> it might have been a kid. I don't really believe in retiring numbers in general. But regardless. So. Um, I think one thing he's really going to help, too, is, like, they just have a lot of young people in the secondary. Like, they have Slay and Bradbury, but those are corners. They're not safeties. And they're both good leaders, but, like— The, middle, just, the middle of the back the middle end of the is defense. very young. Even the linebackers yes. are not—you know, Cunningham's been around, but— So I think adding someone like Byard is really going to help just, like, Monday through Saturday. Just, like, helping Blank—by the way, he already knows Reed Blankenship. They worked out together this offseason— I think that's gonna be good. I think he'll be really good for Sidney Brown, like because he can play multiple positions. So the role they're gonna use for Sidney, Kevin Byard has played that type of role, or at least has experience doing it. Um, so I think it's just like I think they needed another veteran personality in that room, and I think he's gonna be a massive addition from that standpoint. So, you know, knock on wood and all those things. He I don't think he's ever missed a game in his NFL career, or at least he's started every single game since 2017. Um so, yeah, he it's a slam dunk, like absolute no-brainer great trade. He costs $2 million in cap space. He's under contract next year, but my guess is they'll either like release him, trade him, or they'll extend him. So I don't think he'll play on a like a pretty high base salary, like $14 million, if I'm not mistaken. But I think he's someone that could definitely be a big part of this team for like three years. Yeah, it's a huge deal. Huge. And, middle and it gets Tennessee. overshadowed. The middle again, Tennessee. Right, uh, the Phillies and everything. Yeah. But. It's a massive trade. Like earlier in the offseason when there was talks of the Titans blowing it up, like I was saying, like, go get Kevin Byard. Like I I think it's a and we had a real one come up to us by the or come up to me at the pregame show on Sunday and say, should they get Kevin Byard? So shout out to shout that real to, one. Yeah, that's a great um, call. That was a good call. Yeah. Good call. Good call by her. So yeah, it was uh I think it's an awesome trade. I think it'll make him better. I think he'll play this Sunday. Um, you know, the the Washington does have some good receivers, so you know, he's he's needed there. But yeah, I, I like and again, how we going in and investing in the roster again? Like it's just, it's a great trade. I love it. <laughs> like, I'm with we'll you. see how it works out. But like the thought process of doing it as we record right now, like I would have also made this trade. I think it's a no brainer. I think yeah. anyone would. I think it's. A, we'll I think see it's again. A, we'll see how he plays. Well, we'll and see all how things, he plays. But. but I think in the moment, it's it's literally a slam. And that's the thing too about the Robert Quinn trade. It didn't work out, but I thought the process was fine. Yeah, this You'd is way better. This Super guy's Bowl. a way better player. This guy has been a way more. I mean, I know it was coming off the 18 sacks here. Yeah, it's hard to say. Sure, but I think Byard. I think Byard's better than Robert Quinn right, right now. now than he's younger than Robert Quinn when they acquired him. 
And I think he just fits a bigger need. Robert Quinn was like a luxury. It's like, all right, like let's Agreed, go get a guy yeah. who can help rush the passer. We got a bunch of those guys. Adam in the stable. Right. Kevin Byard is going on saying like, we actually really like, need he'll a probably safety. Play hundred percent. That's of the my snaps point. Like we need out. it. So I think it's a little different from the Quinn trade in yeah. that perspective too. Um. All right. Uh, anything else you want to get into before we do final thoughts? Um. I mean, I'm sure we'll preview the Washington game on Sunday. Oh, yeah, yeah, There's not gonna, much to say about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, uh, It's not. Look, it is. I know they almost lost them. It does. You said this. It always feels like they play better in Washington. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, and I think that Washington it somehow is, is significantly worse than when they play. And Sam Howell is on pace to break the record for most sacks. He's on yeah, pace. 40 times, He's I on think, pace so to break David Carr's record. He's already more than halfway That's to what crazy, Carr yeah. is. And we're not even halfway through the season. He's already more than halfway. Yep. So, like, Sam Howell is, it feels like the Eagles' D should feast. And I'm assuming they won't let them get away with that quick throwing thing that they 100%. did last time. So, I feel really confident about it. There's not a lot of juice. Yeah, they're going to win the Dallas game. the following week. Right. A lot more juice. All right. Uh, let's get to my thoughts. And then I we'll don't have any final thoughts. Okay, good. Because so. I'll, I'll give you two then. I'll give you a Zoe one. Um, and I'll give you my final thought. Quick Zoe one. Did I tell you about the horror stuff with her? You did. Okay. Very so into horror movies. She's very into yeah. No, she's not into them. She wants Sorry, to be. Well, correct. She's into Sorry. talking. And you're not letting her watch it. She right. knows what the ring is. And yes. She wants to watch the ring. She said, I said when she was 10, she can watch it, which is probably still too young. But I was going to say, it seems a little young. I don't care. Get in yeah. a horror movie. I need a horror movie, buddy. I've been saying this forever. My brother's my only horror movie there buddy. He lives in New York. Need my horror movie buddies always give me my horror movie. All right, final thought. Until you scare her to death because she's ten and she never watches a horror movie. Yeah, it's, it's how you toughen him up. <laughs> he's like watch, throwing him like, in the pool. Yeah, it's like I want her to you know understand horror. You yes. know, I want her to, to be uh, someone who's not scared of things like me. Yeah. Um. Like of, of horror things. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh. Final thought. It was so awesome meeting all the real ones that we saw down at yes. the Phillies games. Like we had multiple people come by, actually say real ones. When a father and son were real ones, which yeah, was awesome. auto downloaders. That was super cool. Um, and we just had a lot of people like walk by the booth holding up the Go Birds thing yep. and all that. Like I just it was awesome. It really like I I I'm getting a little emotional probably because right. I'm tired, but like it, <laughs> meant, it meant so much to us. It was yes. the the best part of this whole run was to meet all the people listening to the station. So many people come up to ESP and then yeah. like from the state, like it just, thank you. Like from the bottom of our hearts, thank well, you. And, like and to, it, me it means a lot. To full circle it, like this is why I just like, I'm not saying losses don't hit me the same anymore, but like I just enjoy the journey a lot more than I used Look to. Look at you. And what I really, a, what a, what it's a just true. Like it really is. Like yeah, they still hit me. I buddy. got to go to every Phillies home game. I met they, all types of. Like, and it sucks. They lost. I get me. it for sure. Yeah, I get no, it. I can't do it right now. But, but like even with the Super Bowl thing, yeah, when they lost we, Super we, Bowl, we, like, we felt very differently about I know. that too. It's a very different thing. Here's what I'll say. The other thought with it is it made me so freaking excited. For Dallas, like yes. if you have, if you're on the fence, if you haven't thought about it, if you're like, if you're thinking about it, but you haven't really, really, we're going to Dallas with fans of Philly. It's gonna be awesome. We saw a bunch of people are gonna go. Um, like, just let me tell you, we're gonna have the best freaking time. Like, we love amazing. hanging out with everybody. I can't make, wait to meet everyone. We're gonna spend the whole weekend together. Yes. If you like the pod, if you want to hang out with us, big tailgates, go out Saturday night. It's gonna be awesome. The Sunday night weekend. games. We have all day Sunday to relax Come before the tailgate. To Dallas with yes. us. Agreed. All right. Um, we'll be back uh, for you tomorrow, for us, in about five seconds with the Bet Parks Pitch yes. Pod. Until then, he's Elliot James.